Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is spider bites. With summer just around the corner, it's time to get ready to be outside and enjoy the sunny weather. Most of us have specific things that we want to do during the summer, and being bitten by a spider is definitely not on that list. Unfortunately, it can happen. What can you do to prevent yourself from getting a spider bite, and how do you treat one? Spiders are everywhere, and with summer coming, we are more likely to be outside and have the potential to encounter them. All spiders only bite if they feel threatened, such as being trapped between you and some object. Most spider bites are harmless and often aren't any different from any other bug bite. The bite might appear as a red, painful, itchy bump on your skin, or you may not notice anything. Only a couple of spiders, the black widow and brown recluse, have fangs long enough to penetrate human skin and venom strong enough to cause symptoms other than those previously mentioned. Black widow spiders are most recognizable by the red hourglass on the underside of their large round abdominal area. It stands out clearly against their shiny black body. The central part of their body is about a half inch long, but including their legs, they can be more than an inch long. Black widows are typically found throughout the United States, but are most common in southern states. They like to live in sheds, garages, wood piles, and unused pots or gardening equipment. If you're bitten by a black widow, you'll start having pain around the site of the bite within the first hour. Sometimes this pain can spread to your abdomen, back, or chest. If you have pain in your abdomen, it can feel like a severe cramping sensation or make your muscles feel very rigid. Some people also have excessive sweating, chills, fever, body stiffness, and nausea. Brown recluse spiders can vary in coloration, from yellowish tan to dark brown, and have a dark violin shape marking on its back, which can be hard to see. The center part of their body is about a quarter inch to three quarters of an inch long. If you're able to see its eyes, you'll notice that it only has six eyes a pair in the front and a pair on both sides, versus a usual spider's eight eyes, two rows of four in the front. They're usually found in southern Midwest states and limited areas of the southern part of the rest of the United States. Brown recluse like to live in areas where it's quiet and dark, which means they will be undisturbed. If they're outside, that is under rocks or in tree stumps. If they're inside, this can be in any cluttered area, especially basements and attics behind bookshelves or dressers, or in cupboards that aren't used frequently. If you're bitten by a brown recluse, you'll have pain at the site that will increase during the first eight hours after you're bitten. You'll also have fever, chills, and body aches. Usually, the bite heals on its own over the next week. In some rare cases, the bite can turn a deep blue or purple color with a red ring around it and turns into a large open ulcer or sore that causes the skin around it to die. The ulcer usually stops growing within the first 10 days after the bite, but can take months for it to heal completely. Each person's reaction to a spider bite depends on several factors, including the type of spider that bit you, the amount of venom they injected, and how your body responds to the venom. 
Since most bites are not significantly harmful, the best way to treat a bite is to first wash the area thoroughly with soap and water, and then apply antibiotic ointment to prevent any secondary infections. It's helpful to apply cool compresses to reduce pain and swelling. If it was your arm or leg that was bitten, elevating the area can also help reduce swelling. Taking over-the-counter pain medications like acetaminophen or ibuprofen will help to decrease the pain. It's important to monitor the bite site for any signs of secondary infections, such as redness, swelling, or leaking of pus. If you were bitten by a brown recluse spider, watch the area to make sure that you don't develop an ulcer. You should go to a doctor immediately if you know that you were bitten by a poisonous spider, if you're unsure if you were bitten by a poisonous spider, if you were bitten and have severe pain, abdominal cramping, or a growing sore at the site, and if you have any trouble breathing. When you go to the doctor, if possible, bring a picture of the spider or the actual spider in a fully sealed container, preferably a clear one, so that way it can be identified. If you were bitten by a black widow spider and have life-threatening symptoms, there is an antivenom available, but it can cause serious reactions, so it's only used for the most extreme cases. If you have an ulcer from a brown recluse bite, your doctor will want to monitor it and treat it as necessary. It's important to note very rarely that either type of bite is deadly for adults, but children are at a higher risk of death if they are bitten. The best prevention of a spider bite is to avoid the habitats that spiders like to live in. If you do have to be around areas where there might be spiders, wear long sleeve shirts, hat, long pants tucked into your socks, boots, and gloves. This is especially important if you're cleaning out a shed, attic, basement, garage, or handling firewood boxes that have been stored. Before using gardening gloves, boots, clothing, or tools that have been stored in one of the previously mentioned places, be sure to inspect and shake them out to make sure that there isn't a spider hiding in them. By using insect repellent on clothing and footwear, you'll discourage spiders from crawling on you. Don't store piles of firewood, lumber, or rocks next to your house. This will decrease the likelihood of a spider living close to it. In order to prevent spiders from entering your home, make sure your window screens are tight-fitting, there are no empty spaces around doorways, and seal all cracks. You can also use indoor-safe insecticides to further ensure spiders stay out. By not having furniture pushed up against the wall and keeping it off the floor, which means that the, only the legs are touching and nothing is stored underneath, you will provide less space for spiders to hide. If you do find a spider or spider web in your home, you can vacuum them up, but be sure to seal the bag and dispose of it to prevent the spider's re-entry into your house. No one wants to get bit by a spider, and that is why it's important to be aware of your surroundings, both inside and out. By doing everything that you can to decrease your chance of being bitten, you'll be more likely to avoid it. In case you do get bitten, now you know when to seek treatment. If you have any questions or concerns about spider bites, please speak with your doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the Medline Plus's Spider Bite page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on your health to go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide 
is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.